even though you would sometimes disagree with him, he would listen. There are things that we can be doing right now to have open dialogue, to get public input, and to be able to make solid decisions for the state of Alaska. You know, politics, Mr. President, in my estimation, is a character test. Welcome to the inaugural edition of the latest a podcast from the office of Senator Lukey Gale Tobin. My name is Mike Mason. I am staff to Senator Tobin. In my previous life, I was a radio DJ and journalist, and I'm going to be holding down the hosting duties. I'm joined today by uh, Senator Tobin, who has just wrapped up her third week in office. Senator Tobin, how are you doing today? I am good today. I'm glad to be wrapping out the second week and having the opportunity to, to take a deep breath and prepare for the really intensive work that's coming down the pipeline. So before we talk about like education funding and some of the other important issues, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the transition from legislative staffer to legislator. That must be a challenge. That is putting it mildly. Uh, I've heard that if campaigning is a fire hose, legislating is living in the pipeline. And I think that's a pretty accurate description of the differences between the two positions. I had a pretty good idea what the building dynamics, the relationships, the policy components entailed prior to becoming a legislator. I had no clue about the need to understand the building history, the recognition of how the rules interplay with personalities and how you work across aisles when folks may have long histories of ins and outs, ups and downs with others on either side of the aisle. It has been difficult and yet also exciting to have this new space to explore. I am very fortunate that I have great mentors and great support from my staff. And I look forward to a month from now and two months from now and three months from now when some of the things that I have to think about every moment, standing up and saying, Mr. President, may I, or I move for unanimous consent. Some of these phrases that hopefully will become so integrated into my lexicon that I don't have to pause and think, what do I say now? How do I say it? And what is the appropriate next step to take in these very typical gives and takes of the legislature? So in late November, uh, 17 members of the Alaska State Senate uh, shocked the political world in the state of Alaska by forming the Alaska Senate Majority Caucus. So this new governing majority in the Senate is unusual in both its makeup and its size. Tell everyone how this new organization got started and why you wanted to be part of it. Well, I would be remiss if I didn't point out that much of the groundwork was done because and through Senator Begich's reputation and personal passion for collaboration. He was the one who became minority leader at a very difficult and caustic time in the Alaska State Senate. And due to his forethought and his personal value of collaboration, he reached out to Senator Giesel and begun weekly meetings, sitting with her and talking and he would come and tell me 
that he would never pontificate or prevaricate or obstificate. He was direct and concise and honest in all of his interactions and engagements. And those first tendrils of trust really rooted deep. And so as the dialogues and conversations continued after her unfortunate loss in re-election, he continued to act that way with the Senate majority, being an honest player and an honest broker in the politics of Alaska, in the policymaking of Alaska. And upon his decision to retire, he left this legacy that the remaining folks and the new folks realized gave us an opportunity to do something bold, to do something great for our state. And I was very fortunate to be in a place when I received a call from Senator Wilikowski asking me if I would consider membership in such a coalition and what happens and what would I think if it was larger than normal. And I immediately said yes, because my mentor showcased to me why collaboration and bipartisanship is so imperative to the functions of government, to the creation of good policy. And I made a decision right in that moment that I would always reach across the aisle. I would always try to find common ground and that I would do right by Alaska by thinking of all of my constituents and not just some. So uh, for those of you who don't already know, Senator Tobin has been chosen to serve as the chair of the Senate Education Committee, which has been tasked with taking the lead on what I think I can safely say is the number one priority of the new Senate Majority Caucus. That priority is to increase education funding. The committee is moving quickly on that priority. On Wednesday, a bill sponsored by the committee was introduced to raise the base student allocation in Alaska to uh, by $1,000. During testimony over the past couple of weeks, committee members heard repeatedly that chronic underfunding of education is hurting our schools. Can you give me the brief overview about why education funding was chosen as the number one priority for the caucus and why the BSA increase was chosen as the best way to achieve that goal? We're very lucky to have many folks in our caucus who were participants in the previous bipartisan Senate caucus. And they brought forth with them a knowledge around how do we organize? What do we organize around? And during our caucus retreat, we identified several buckets that we all had similar interest in. We were lucky that the facilitator was able to coalesce those down and give them to us to say, okay, arrange these in order of priority. And in discussions and in moments of very honest communication and authenticity, education quickly rose as the number one focus of every member of the Senate majority. Whether it was ensuring students were on a successful path toward career and technical opportunities, whether it was ensuring that students would be able to access a four-year degree that was affordable and reachable, whether it was improving reading outcomes and access to early education, or whether it was simply making the system more equitable and making it just a, a better system, improving the systems as it were. We recognized that this would need some sort of singular focus. There needed to be something that we could easily connect to and say, here's how we get the biggest bang for our buck. 
understandably, there are not many bucks. And so we have to spend them wisely and we have to invest them in proven return on investments. And through those early conversations and in later caucuses, we all coalesced around the concept of, are our schools adequately funded? And we resoundingly said no. And so the question became, how do we ensure that our schools are adequately funded? And the BSA increase became the fastest and most effective way to move toward that direction. Is it the only thing we will be doing? No. Is it the only answer to the school funding question? No. But it is the first step toward a really long discussion around how do we put all of the things we need to into producing our future doctors and lawyers and heavy equipment operators and business owners and potential legislators? What are the things that we can do to make those, uh, those futures a reality for every student in Alaska? Let's talk about uh, your office, if you don't mind. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm part of the office, uh, but you have uh, some other staff members with some, uh, some unique skills. Let's talk about Team Tobin. Team Tobin is a really well-qualified, really well-rounded team. We have Trevor Bailey, who folks may remember, worked for Senator Begich for the last two years. He, unfortunately, will be leaving us in August to go to law school, and I will cry tears and rivers as he heads off into the great unknown, hopefully to return to Alaska. We have Mackenzie Pope, who most recently was the field director, the field, yes, the field director for the Walker campaign, and also is a resident of South Edition, lives in an ADU. And I'm really excited that she's here holding down our constituent services. There's Kayla Epstein, who was a contractor for Senator Begich and is joining my team again as a contractor. And of course, there's you, Mike. I'll just admit that I, I was very excited to join the team because we worked very closely on passing the Alaska Reads Act. You know, I'm, I'm excited to work for, as I've repeatedly said, the, the team good guys. We are team good guys. We'll be introducing a bill to cap insulin prices and insulin-related products here in the next few days. It's an issue that's really close to my heart. We're also going to be introducing a piece of legislation on renewable standards. Everyone seems to know, or hopefully it now knows, I am from Nome. And Typhoon Merbrook really hit me hard, and we need to be doing better. And this is the first step into that, what I hope is a long conversation about moving our state toward renewable energies. So just a couple of last things before we uh, wrap up. First of all, you are a big Star Trek fan, and there is like a new caucus, I guess. Tell us about the, uh, what's the name? Uh, the Federation Caucus? Of course. Uh, I wouldn't say it's new. I would say it's coalesced. And it involves Senator Keel, Senator Dunbar, and myself. We're hopeful for new members. We think the principles of the Federation are ones that should be uplifted and honored here in the legislature. And we're excited to introduce new members to our deep, deep love of Star Trek. Okay, Trevor, what do we say? Nerd Nerd caucus. caucus. Uh, finally, so I, uh, I worked very closely with, uh, with uh, Rep. Chris Tuck. He was the majority leader. He was... Uh, uh, very busy, had a lot going on. Uh, I've noticed that you have been very busy and have a lot going on. Uh, what are a few of the things that uh, perhaps you'd like, you know, just an observation that you'll pass along? I'll, I'll start with one. Uh, you keep talking about how your phone is never charged <laughs> up. Well, you know, uh, working for Senator Begich was a treat. However, there were some quirks that I could never understand. And I hope that he didn't know that I thought they were weird, that I kept that to myself. 
However, now that I am experiencing them, I think, man, I need to apologize to this guy. And there are things like my phone is always dying. I, I just can't keep a charge. And it's not because my phone has some problem or there's an issue with the, the hardware. It's because I use it all the time, whether it's text messages or checking messages or reading basis or watching short video clips of hearings. You are constantly communicating with your constituents, with your colleagues, and with your staff. And that means your phone is always dead. Uh, I would often lament that Tom was stressed, that he he had a hard time making sure he would get meals or he was getting quality rest or he was working out. And now that I'm in this role, I also am very stressed. My nails keep breaking. I am struggling to drink enough water every day. I'm not sleeping well. And you just have your brain going in a million miles in a million different directions. Uh, I think the one that has been most surprising to me has been my obsession with talking about politics. I will walk into a room and immediately it's the topic that I want to break down and process and dominate the dialogue. And I have learned that particular audiences aren't as enamored with us as we think we are enamoring. And so when I hang out with my spouse, I have to be very conscious in asking him and our friends about their days and what's going on in their worlds because what's happening in this building is not the most important thing in the universe. And it is a, it's, a difficult, it's a difficult mindset to have because you become so obsessed and consumed with what comes next in the legislature. What do I plan for next? So it's all the things that I think about saying to him of, Shoot, I wish I had not thought those thoughts because now that I know, I completely understand. Well, with that, I want to wrap up the very first edition of The Latest, a podcast from the office of Senator Tobin. Lukey, thank you so much for uh, kind of embracing this new way of communicating.